I mean, you know, hit. We're in Tokyo. The button's been hit, Stephen. We're here in in, Tokyo, in sunny Tokyo. It was raining yesterday. You weren't you arrived today, but obviously yesterday it was pouring rain yesterday. Really? Yeah. Like, but today was a lovely day. What are they? What, what was the thing they had the last week? The typhoon. The typhoon. Yeah. Not typhoon weather. No. Well, they said that there was one that was the weather. They said one was approaching Tokyo, and uh, they said it's Batting not going to be here by. It's going to be here Saturday. They reckon. I went, Sweet. Okay. I'm flying we're, out. We're get out we're leaving, get the hell yeah. out of here. Some of the guy from Lexus says, "Oh, I'm here till Saturday." I said, "Mate, brush up on your Japanese. You might be here a while." <laughs> <laughs> He's all right, but no, oh. no. it's uh, yeah, it's a, this is your first time in Japan too, isn't it? First time in konnichiwa. Japan. Konnichiwa. Oh, konnichiwa, yeah, arigato. <laughs> yeah, says thank you. Is it? I don't know. You learn it fast. Domo arigato means thank you very much. Sister Blake in the car said it to me, so I thought I'd yes. say it back. He and hate, hate is yes. Mate, listen, what yeah. is with hate? Hate, hate, like H I, hate is I yes. I know, but it's just like people just walking and go hate. They go, hey, yeah. Hey, they're the saying hi. They're no. saying. Oh no, it's just like. Did they're you not say saying hi. To me? No, they're saying yes. I thought they were saying hi to me. <laughs> you what? say hi, yeah, hi, hi, hey, hey. So hi is yes. Hi is yes. They've really got to rename that one. Yeah, no, well, it's been around for centuries, mate. You Doesn't know? matter. Yeah, get with the times. <laughs> no, no. Look, but I'll, I'll straight up tell you. Very, very respectful race. The Japanese. I noticed. Do you know what? Every press conference today. Did you notice that? We're here for the motor show, by the way. If you want to press conferences, we're talking about. Before every press conference, yep. every press conference that I went to, anyway, they yeah. said, they said we just want to pay our respects to the people who lost their lives in the typhoon, the recent typhoon. Oh, really? So, we didn't get that at, at mine. Yeah, so there was a couple that that, that uh, did a really long, deep bow and sort of, you know, said. So, yeah. before we get on to the actual um, program where we talk about technology, um, <laughs> just travel talk with Stephen and Trevor. Um, I had expectations of Japan, I think. You know, it's this high-tech, advanced place. Yeah. So that part of my expectations is completely just diminished, apart from the fact they've got toilets that'll spray your bum. Yeah, I mean, they've got the toilets I've in Japan, Korea, they've got more though. controls than the space shuttle yeah. on them. That's right. I actually, yeah. it's, I've struggled to find the flush yeah. button on mine. <laughs> it's on the side. It's manual, no, no, the flush yeah, button. No, the, mine's in the wall. It's under a, under a ah, hatch. You've got to lift yeah, a hatch. Mate. You know, like in a, in a fighter jet, they've got to lift a hatch before they can fire the missile? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my bathroom, yeah. you've got to lift a hatch before yeah. you can flush the you toilet. You've got to get the codes it's out. It's very confronting at times. Yeah, no, um, that's right. But yeah, no, there's a lot of controls. So I sat down in a warm seat. Yeah, no. Um, but nice. but you mentioned their kind of polite nature. Yes, it is my favourite thing about the Japanese, the their bow. Yes, you know, it, and I don't know how it works. Is it just an up the chain, down the chain thing, or mm. is it just everyone? Yep. But it's an, it's an enormous amount of respect, and yeah. you actually you actually feel like you know I've got to oh, nod, yeah. nod, nod, nod well, back. L- you know that the, the the length and the depth of the bow is is the measurement of how humble okay. and well, now, appreciative they are. Now, now so if, someone, if someone just nods their head to you, they're thinking, yeah, good on you, mate. But if someone <laughs> actually stops and moves their upper body in a proper bow, that's that's the, the proper bow. But, yeah, right. Yeah. Because, like, I got out of the cab at the hotel earlier before I came here, and, you know, there's two people, as there commonly is at a hotel, yeah. um, you know, there to either open the doors, take your bags, although the Toyota Crown here, even the old ones, the door opens automatically. Hello. <laughs> um and, and yeah, there's just a, just a nice gentle yeah, bow, good. which makes you feel it. It does give you a sense of respect, of course. And I think that the giving of the sense of respect makes you want to give back, not in the terms of the bow, but just in terms of being yeah, polite. Being nice, yeah, of course. And I do, of course. It does seem like a really well because yeah, people say Australia is a very friendly nation. Yes, I think Japan would be yeah, the very same very humble, all. very humble. Uh, it's all about them being really honourable people. And I've been to Japan a few times and. 
you've only had the experience from the airport to your hotel to the motor yeah. show, so there's a lot to see here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we had time, we'd get we could go to like Shibuya, which is a really yeah, sort of funky crossing. part of town, yeah. and there's Ginza, which is a really upper upper class part of town, and there's Rapongi, which is like the red light district. It's such a colourful city. Yeah. But all through, but all through that is just these really beautifully humble yeah. and honourable people. I remember, see, I was here one year with Sony, and we were catching a train somewhere, and I had my my shoulder bag with my computer, and uh, I said, oh, I might just put this down here. And they said, he said, you could leave that bag there on the train, and you could come back at five o'clock. The bag will still be there. No one will take it. Yeah. And if you look along the streets, if you're near a hotel, maybe where there's a lot of bikes, there would be you. I'll be surprised if you find one of them chained up. Right. There's not one chain I've seen, I ever saw on a bike that's parked hmm. anywhere in Japan. So, yeah, fascinating. Very, very. Uh, no, I mean, very I'm, nice I'm literally going to be here for another 24 hours, so yes. I won't really get to take it in. But Next ma- maybe, maybe, just maybe, I'll come back. But so anyway, what, what are you going to be at the show? Oh, you're at the show tomorrow. Yeah, as well I'll come for, to the show in the morning. Yeah. I've got the stage show cross early, early. To be honest, I don't know if I'll go back to the show after that, but yeah, yeah I'll think about that. If you get a chance, go to Shibuya. Just go. To, there's like a big three-way crossing. Yeah, the crossing, yeah. There's like apparently a million people cross that road every, the, the, every day, I think. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what someone said to me. I've, been, I've done it. I've crossed there. And it's it's a beautiful, very colourful part of town. So it, from, yeah. it, looks, it, it looks like uh, Tokyo's Times Square. Uh, yeah, sort of. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very like like a lot of like people dressed up in 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 funny gear, and it's very trendy. Okay. A lot of young people dressed up as uh, you know the in in their really trendy gear. But uh, watch the movie Lost in Translation with Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson to give you a real appreciation of Japan from a tourist perspective. Well, Beautiful movie. T- movie I'll, recommendations here with the two blokes. I'll put, we should talk <laughs> streaming recommendations too later. I've got been absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, we should do the show. Let's do that. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from TechGuide.com.au. Episode 410, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Unidin. As you have already worked out, if you didn't skip, if you skipped the first six minutes, I'm disgusted. <laughs> uh, it's quality content that we put into this show. Anyway, we are in Japan, Stephen and I. Uh, Stephen is here as a guest of Toyota. I'm here as a guest of Mazda. And uh, we are at the Tokyo Motor Show. I've never been to, frankly, I've never been to a motor show outside of Sydney or Melbourne, um, despite my my uh, overwhelming love of cars. Uh-huh. Um, so this today has been press day. So yeah. I don't know, it's quite amazing the way they do it. It's not really um, anything like anything we normally do in terms of the way uh, tech shows go, because it's it's all done on on the stands, on the booths of yeah. the of the car companies. They are ten minutes. 15 minutes max yep. each each announcement, and then it's move on. Take yeah. some photos, and everyone just goes to the next stand. So it's really cool. So I've only looked at Mazda today. I've been a bit busy kind of setting up for, for the Today Show tomorrow. But I'm here because Mazda uh, have announced their first electric vehicle. Yep. Now, Stephen, all all the press material that, that you get in advance of these things, I read it all. I couldn't really get much from it. Um, <laughs> the announcement today, very brief, very yeah. simplistic. The car still very much kind of under wraps. You know, you're allowed to look at it, but you're not allowed to sit in it and stuff. 
So the, I'm going to say this is a car that we don't know a lot, a lot about yet, but I can tell you that it's going to have a range of just over 200 k's. It's got a 35.5 kilowatt battery. None of these things are published anywhere in the press materials. This is just what I've gained You've from talking to them. Yep. They've done that kind of same thing as Mercedes did. Under the bonnet is, is a you know motor and inverters and things instead of a storage space, which I think is one of the great advantages of the Tesla, that, that complete uh-huh. rethinking of the automobile. Yep. But what I... Th- in thinking about the fact they didn't announce the range or any of those things, I thought it was smart. Don't buy into the electric vehicle race because the electric vehicle race, unfortunately, is dominated by people um, who have obviously been following it for longer, who want to know the acceleration figures. They want to know the range and bag the range if it's not over 400 kilometres or something Mm. and all these different things. In reality, it's a very small part of the community that's in that kind of headspace, whereas most people just look at it and go, oh, right, so Mazda... Like Mazda is one of the top-selling cars in Australia, behind mm-hmm. Toyota. In terms of private passenger sales, they're number one. Most people have a Mazda somewhere near their family. It's one of those, you know, two degrees of separation style things. So I think for Mazda to go right, we're going to have an electric vehicle is a big, big deal. And that's why yeah. I, that's why I'm here. I think it is a big deal. I think Absolutely. Yeah. For all the mainstream, so it's, you think Mercedes you know, a year ago when they went, that's big. Mm. Porsche sports car, that's big. Yep. Mazda now joins, you know, Hyundai going yeah. fully electric. Well, you, you mentioned like the they were a bit coy on the range. I know, being a Tesla driver, that's the first question people ask me about the car. Yeah, they don't say. Do you, I'll say, do you like it? They say, well, how what's how far can you go? Yeah, and I tell them yeah. that's the first question they ask me. Like, I've got a seventy-five kilowatt battery in my car, so my range is actually decent. I've got like five hundred, like four hundred ninety-two kilometer range, whatever mm. it is. So that that's something that that is going to be a question customers will ask. But the, difference the fact is, that they've gone electric is great, but, but the difference is, how much is the range? 200 k's. It'd be like the Hyundai Ionic. So it's like for a city driver. You, you yeah. wouldn't find it a country that's driver what with this. That's who it's for. People yeah. that are buying the Mazda 3, the Mazda CX-30, which is going to be their similarly sized little um, crossover SUV. Yep. You know, when you buy a petrol car, when you announce a petrol car at a motor show, you don't say how big the fuel tank is or what the no. what the distance it drives is on a full tank. Yeah. So well, while well, reason being is because you can pull up the petrol, petrol stations, stations everywhere. You know, but yeah. for most people um, who who are doing their daily commute, whether it's you're an elderly person who drives to the shops now and then, or whether you're commuting to work, like if I was, I don't know, let's say I worked at Channel Nine every day, mm-hmm. mate. That's for me. That's a 55 kilometer round trip every day. Okay. I, could do that, I could do that yeah. three days a week and charge once yeah. uh, and then get a full top-up on a, on just normal plug-into-the-wall power yeah. overnight. You've got to remember, though, that it's going to take some educating that's for, the, that's for drivers. That's all car companies' problem because is the education around range anxiety and the basic yeah. fear of, well, what do I do yeah, when, well, when I want to go there or want to yeah. do this thing? And it's it's... And look, electrification. We're going to talk about Lexus and Toyota in a second. It's it's all it's the same story. Mm. We're seeing all these car companies now coming to electrification for their fleet. They're going to electrify. And they've their all range. got they've all got a line about the future. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I remember even Mercedes a year ago yeah. said, you know, every car in their range by 2025, I think it was, um, will really, be electrified. Will be fully electrified. No, yeah. no, will be electrified. electrified. So but not um, fully electric. No, no, yeah, that's yeah. right. So Mazda, yeah. Mazda say by 2030, every single Mazda made will be electrified. Now, what that means is, uh, all it takes is a little, you know, um, I think they say 48 watt or 48 volt um, mm. battery. That what it does is it provides that initial startup. So mm. basically, it's the it's the lights and those basic little moments. It's the it's the it's the 
first thousand revs essentially of the car yeah. is electrified. It's not a hybrid mm. in any way, shape, or form. It's this kind of it's like a plug-in hybrid. It's kind of like a you know how turbos exist now. Mm. You've got a petrol engine and you can get a turbo. A turbo just at pushes the pushes the engine that little bit faster to get to its 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 desired point. Yeah. Uh, electrification of cars is kind of like that. It's kind of bolting on this extra thing. But what it does is because a lot of the the fuel consumption at low um acceler- low acceleration low speed is actually what churns through your um, fuel consumption. What it does is it reduces your overall fuel consumption pretty heavily. Okay. The um so the electrification story is a different one. So I read or heard a stat today that someone said for Australia, if you, and obviously you're different, you've got solar panels, but if you are a, an owner of an electric car who uses, um, you know, coal-fired power to yeah. to um, power to charge your car, it having a petrol car that does six litres per hundred is better for the environment than having an electric car that's that's charged by coal-fired power. Yeah. So there's this still there's still this balance of crossover before oh, we as a country get to renewables. Well, and, stuff but, like and that. you look at like there are. I remember talking to a journalist here from uh, Norway, and they're like they're mm. more than half the cars on the road are all mm. electric cars because they've got the, they're at Bill Shorten levels. Well, that's right. They've got the, <laughs> they've got the infrastructure. They've got everything in place. So for us, so in in for a car company to make a claim that okay by 2025 we're going to have a whole fleet of electric cars, you got to be they're going to be thinking well if we talk about this for Australia and they're not ready, no one's going to buy them. So there's got to be this timing that they've all got to work out. So with, with like I'm I'm here with Toyota and, and Lexus, you know, as part yep. of the same company, and the approach from Toyota and, and Lexus is that. They're going to have an EV, a flavour of EV, depending on the market. So, yeah. like, they've got the what they call the BEV, which is the battery, like battery, full, yep. full electric vehicle. Yep. They've also got hybrid, yep. plug-in hybrid, but they've also got F, um, FC, fuel cell EV as well. Yes. So it's actually got they, they had they actually un, at the show here they had the uh, the the Mirai, which is their fuel cell EV, yep. and it's got a hydrogen tank. Yeah. That provides the power to charge the battery, which runs the motor. No, no CO2 emissions. It, the only byproduct is water. So it's it's a, it's class as an electric vehicle. Mm. So you're going to see approaches from different companies to say, right, well, you know, Tesla's fully electric, right? That's all you get. But Toyota is going to have hybrid, yeah. plug-in hybrid, fuel cell, and BEV, yeah. BEV, the battery electric vehicle. So. I don't think a, a, it wouldn't be a smart idea to make these sort of brash claims that you're going to be fully electrified in five years' time because it could cost you sales in certain countries. That's right. And that's the thing we've got. And speaking of countries, this Mazda, the MX-30, I should say it's called, um, eh, not not announced for Australia. There's no guarantee it's going right. to come to Australia. So it's still up in the air? Or oh, just... I would. They're, I mean, they're considering it. Yeah. For Australia It'll make considering. it eventually. Here's what they No, here's what they're doing. I think they're looking very closely at Hyundai. Uh, Hyundai have two fully electric vehicles, the Kona and the Ionic. Ionic yeah. The Ionic is a $50,000 car. The Kona is a $60,000 car. The Ionic is bigger than the Kona, but the Kona has quite a quite a large and range. Is it, the difference is the range, is it? Or? Yeah, oh, the Kona is a smaller car with a huge range. So it actually doesn't... It's a bad comparison for Mazda because the Kona is about the same. It's probably a bit smaller than the, the MX-30, but... It has a 400-kilometre range yep. as compared to the Ionic, which is 200 and something. So I think they're going to look at that and they're going to go, right, what's selling? Like, what, what's the market like? Because uh, in the end, they've got to make an order. 
<laughs> they've, they've got a they've got a place in order with the factory that says we're we're gonna we're gonna commit to five thousand of them or whatever it is so that they can come out compliant with Australia. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think we'll get an announcement on that probably till yeah. the middle of next year. Okay. Well, I'm here with Lexus and Toyota as as we said, and uh, they Lexus had a pretty big announcement with this concept car, and I, I think this is the right the right way to go about their kind of. Announcing this concept, which is an absolute just mind-blowing technology, and it's it's like when when John F. Kennedy said, "By the end of the decade, we're going to go to the moon." Yeah. At the time, they thought, "How the hell are we going to do that?" This is a similar thing, I think, for Lexus here, where they said, "Here's this car; it can do all these things, all fully autonomous. It's got the is this special build quality to it, muscle memory in the seats, uh, the uh, the controlled opacity of the windows." The steering yeah. wheel folds out of the way when you want it to be autonomous. So there's all these things that they're saying, okay, let's put them into this car and then work out how to do it in, in the years to come. But in the, in the case of the sort of the electrification, they're, they're also using this car as their, this is the, what we, what our vision is, but they're going to come into, like in a month I heard that they're going to announce their first EV based on a current model. So they're going to take a right. current model and electrify it, so that'll be their technically their first EV. Mm. That's going to be announced in a month. Uh, we don't know what it is, but they're going to make an announcement uh, in in four and, weeks. And just for pe- for people that don't understand, you know, a Tesla is, is a car that's built from the ground up to be electric. Yeah. Uh, or the first Tesla wasn't really. Well, the Roadster was was a Lotus, but for, for, forget that. The Teslas we know now. Um, I'm trying to think of another electric vehicle that's not from the ground up. But essentially, the problem with building, just putting a... You can't just put a battery into a Commodore yeah. and go, right, <laughs> it's it's bloody electric now because the battery sits under the floor like normally. So normally where the drivetrain sits there, and the shaft. There, in, yeah. in, in, a, in a traditional car, there's a, there's a tunnel where the gearbox and the, tra- yeah. and the transmission and everything goes. So there's a, there's a kind of... A retrofitting complexity to just making any car an electric car. Absolutely. Which is very different to going, right, we've got a blank slate. How do we build an electric car? So what will happen with that first evolution Lexus is, yeah. sure, it'll be electric. Sure, it'll have just punch and da-da-da. But actually, on the road and on the track, it, it won't handle as well as, say, the Porsche Taycan or something yeah, like that. So something which is built, built, built electric. to be this way. So they're going to take an existing template and just... Shift it a little bit. A little bit, yeah. And it'll be like a model that customers know. That's so, right. okay, yep. so here's the RX, it's now this electric version. Which is such a smart way to go. Yeah. So, Famili- that's familiarity, yeah. I think, is crucial. Because they, they said something, and it, we were, it was a bit confusing, because, like, at every press conference here, we had a full day of briefings yesterday where you're listening to, they're, they're talking to you in Japanese, and you're listening to the translation <laughs> in your little earpiece. So, you're trying to make sense of the translation, trying to take notes. And they, they said that we're going to have our first EV. And then a full EV, and we're going, what? Okay, so, we, and then we worked out that that's what they meant. They're going to have, first EV will be based on an existing model, yep. and then the first purpose-built EV as well, which will they'll announce probably next year. Yeah. So, uh, but in, in terms of this, the, the LF30, which is this just this crazy um, concept car. Look, did you see it on Genuine the Genuine concept Looks car. I mean, incredible. People yeah, know really concept nice. cars at motor shows yeah. and the kind of things that... Uh, oh, it is know. totally space age. There's, a, there's pictures of it in, love. Uh, The designer's dream, really, isn't it, to be able to just sketch something yeah, up and that, have there's someone no limit. for you? Yeah, no limit. Just make, do what you want. And Suzuki it's... had a concept car 
Yeah, well, they say it's not a concept. It's, it's going to be a real thing. It's like a little van that opens up, and there's no driver's seat. There's no steering wheel. Yeah. It's, it's how they see an autonomous car being, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Same thing. Well, actually, let's, let's shift gears now to Toyota. Yeah. And they had a similar approach. In fact, they, you know how all the press conferences were on the stands? Toyota's stand at the show, there wasn't one car on the stand. It was all wow. about it was all about mobility and how we're going to move people in the future. Now you got to remember the Olympics are here next year. Yeah. So Toyota's they're a major partner of the Olympics, a sponsor. So they've got a, an electric vehicle that is going to be autonomous, that's going to be deployed at the Olympics next year. So it's going to be able to carry, I think, up to eight passengers at once, uh, four disabled passengers at once, because they're going to be here for the disabled uh, the, the Paralympics, Paralympics as well. So the this little vehicle, um, it, it it's like a there is a there's no driver, so it's just all all space for the passengers. Mm. But then they had another vehicle, similar concept, where the the car the car will be your friend. The car will be your it'll be your mobile home. It'll be your mobile office. There's no steering wheel, nothing. So you just sit in this room. There's a TV on on the on one of the walls. So you just get in this little room, and it takes you wherever you want to go. Now this is obviously autonomous for the future, but in terms of their the development of AI as well and, and the relationship you have with the car, they said that your car, it's going to be like having a friend. It's going to know you. It's going to know how you're feeling, what you want to do. Uh, there was one example they gave where, say, say I've got uh, uh, this Toyota car with this AI in, on board, right? And it, it gets to know me. It knows me. But the car senses that I'm a little bit tired, I'm a bit drowsy. It knows that there's a rest stop 20 minutes away. What the car is smart enough to do is to start talking to me about something I'm interested in. It'll say, hey, it'll say, Steve, what about that Star Wars trailer? Why don't you explain to me frame by frame (laughs) about the new trailer, you boring, boring (laughs) human? So, but it, you might be a sports fan and say, what about those Rabbitohs? The car will then just yeah. go, actually, Stephen, don't, mate, I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, that yeah, to yeah. me is remarkable where yes. the car's is your mate. It's, it's getting, it's there, it's got your back. So, this, this is the whole vision from Toyota it was very funny. The press conference, it, there was mate, no listen, mention of a car. I'm going to stop you right there <laughs> and I'm going to bring up one thing. I, I glanced because I was still at the Mazda, Lexus was behind me and on the big screen they had the Toyota press conference. You should have just stayed at Lexus. Okay. Um, <laughs> the e-broom. Okay, a bloke yes. came out on what looked like one of the hoverboard things that I broke my arm on, but he had a large pole between his legs sticking yeah. out, very phallic-like, um, like a broomstick. Yeah. He was riding an electric broom, Stephen. Yeah. What the hell it's was like that a, all it's about? It's like a little, like a scooter. It looks Were they like just a... taking the mickey? Well, what? I don't know. It was a really weird press conference. They had like, the boss of Man, the, the boss got up and there was, around in Tokyo, there, was <laughs> there was like a like a an avatar of the, yeah he had the like boss an emoji style an emoji on, on the screen and jumping around and um, then he then he came out of this this autonomous people mover uh, and was talking about how you know we we used to when the car was invented we stopped riding horses and and then when we got we got carriages. More people, he's the same number of horses, but more people could use it. Then in the future, when we got cars, we'd ride a horse for enjoyment. So in the future, we'll drive a car for enjoyment. Yeah, no. And then he, then he unveiled the e-pace, the, the, the single 
did you see that 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 concept car on the stand there as well? It's like a like a sports car, a single seater sports car. Yeah. Oh the, yes, no, no, the little black one. Yeah. The is it the E Pace, the yeah, E Racer, E Racer is called. And um, and he said, so here is an example of what you would ride. For I like toilet. that analogy. I do because there is something to be said about you talk to pure motoring nuts. Yeah. And they talk about how they'll never give up owning a car because you know I always want to drive. I don't care about autonomous cars. But the point is. You probably take an autonomous car to work. You probably take an autonomous car to the shops. Yep. But when you just want to, you know, get away from the family or just have a day to yourself, you'll take a car yeah, and you'll fang it up yeah. the freeway. Yep. And you'll go for a drive on some country yeah. roads like we always have and will, and we'll enjoy it. But that's probably what the, more than we ever do. That, that's what he was. That, that's sort of I the like message it. I got was that you know it's all about mobility. We, we want to move people. People have a reason. Main reason they have a car is they want to get somewhere. Look, I said this to you uh, when we caught up earlier today. This mobility thing is not new, and it's not going away. Yeah. I remember going with Ford to Mobile World Congress, I don't know, five years ago, yeah. and their big thing was mobility. We're going to have scooters in the back of cars. We're going to have scooters yeah. here and there. We're going to have bikes. Convertible wheelchairs. Anything and, that and, can be yeah, done to, to to do the last mile, the first mile, whatever it is. There's some really interesting stuff going on. Yeah. So it is an, It's an interesting event, Stephen. It's uh, quite large in scale. And there's a lot yeah. going on here, but um, we'll... But uh, very, very, very uh, Japan-centric, though. All the brands are obviously your Nissans, Toyotas, Lexus, Mazda, all, all the... Like, there's no major American brands here. No, there's no, no, Tesla's not here. Mercedes-Benz was here. Not no, many the European, Koreans aren't here. Not many European cars here. The Koreans aren't here. Yeah, either, so, so... And it's every two years, I found out, too. It's not right. annually. Yeah, it's every two years. Yeah. And, uh, and, and and I'm here with a bunch of motoring riders, too, so it's really educational listening to all the different shows they go to each year and all the various motor shows that are also uh, biannual. So Paris and Frankfurt, Paris and apparently, Frankfurt shifted alternate. around. Yep, yeah, that's right. And they said, I think, Shanghai and Beijing switch it around. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I think Detroit the annuals. Is, yeah. is, Detroit and Geneva are the big ones that yeah. don't ever change. Didn't Detroit though change from early in the year to later in the year because of CES? Like they were telling no, me that. Well, well, only only Detroit used to be last, January, didn't it? Well, only in the last couple of years it's been January. I don't know whether it's so it's stopped now being January. Well, I heard that they're moving it to November. Right. Yes. Because it's too close to CES, which, which and they ask a me, lot of car shows. It's, it's like a mini car show. I, I'd, I'd, I'd argue that. The amount the, the the floor space here at the Tokyo Motor Show would be about probably maybe slightly bigger than the North Hall of the CS in terms oh, of floor space. Oh nah, this is heaps bigger. You reckon? Yeah. yeah. I think when you mate, I haven't even seen it's it. It's only two halls, I'll, two big halls. Three big halls. The, yeah, there's yeah. there's some pretty big spots. Oh yeah. Halls with two sections, let's say four halls. But Yeah. I know. think if, if cars were the entire North Hall of CS it might be yeah. relevant, but it's, the problem is it's just all the ancillary rubbish that's there. Yeah. So if you took just the car manufacturers but you're right, Detroit, there's more and more there's no reason though, yeah. for Detroit to be on at that close because you know, well, that's what they were saying, yeah, they said there. it's gonna move. So yeah. um and and the yeah just the just the sheer amount of motoring at CES. A couple of these motoring journeys have actually been to a couple of CESs yeah. because it's so so prominent now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, you can check out all the details of uh, what's happened with Mazda and Toyota at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com. And we do it all thanks to our good friends at Netgear. And if you're looking for networking for your home, small business or big business, Net- Netgear has got you covered. And certainly at home, you know, I still get the question from people who are connecting to the MBN for the first time. How do I make sure that um, the, the internet that I've got, that I'm paying for, reaches every part of the home? And Netgear Orby does that for you. So if you're paying for 50 meg internet, you should be getting around 45, 44, 45 speeds from your telco. But that speed will degrade the further you walk away from the modem that comes from your telco. Put a Netgear Orbi in. You keep your existing modem. You plug a Netgear Orbi into, uh, in, into, the, into the modem. 
She's beautiful. That's all I'm saying, Stephen. Uh, and uh, and you've got Wi-Fi all over the entire home. Full speed in every corner of the home. That's what Netgear does uh, to your home and your home Wi-Fi. Check it out. Netgear Orby at netgear.com.au. Stephen. Oh, the Galaxy Fold. The longest saga. A saga <laughs> longer than a Star Wars quadruple trilogy uh, has come to, uh, well, to a pinnacle. Uh, not an end. Uh, the Samsung Galaxy Fold will go on sale next week, next Wednesday in Australia. Finally, for, hang on. it was announced. Drum roll! Yeah, two thousand nine hundred and nine dollars, <laughs> three grand. Which we picked. I picked that. Yeah. You picked that too. Yeah, there was never going to be more than three grand, but it was never going to be. Yeah, less one than of the it. most expensive phones in Australia. Have you heard of it? More expensive. No, I've phone said it's the most expensive. The most expensive uh, some phone. someone's probably got something stupid, but it's yeah, not some a real diamond phone. encrusted thing. Yeah, the yeah. first. My first response when I was asked about that was, you know, that's a bit expensive. I went, well, I'll stop you right there. The most expensive iPhone is $2,500. It doesn't fold. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you just want to go just on on core numbers and basic features, bang for your buck. Totally right. Not too bad, right? That's a good call. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, three grand's a lot of money. Yep. But they will sell very well. Okay? Because here's what will happen. A bunch of people with money, a bunch of people with stupid contract plans, they will get it because this is the ultimate device. So right now, you know, if I hold my phone up, people go, oh, he's got an iPhone. He's got the new iPhone because it's a different color, right? Uh-huh. Or you've got the big weird lenses on it. People can spot spot it. Yep. I'm telling you, from miles away, people will see you unfold your phone. Yeah, it, it is a crowd pleaser. I had it on to Studio 10 about a month ago. Yeah. And uh, everyone was crowding around to to look at it. Even all the hosts were saying, wow, that's a, is that a flip phone? I said, well, not quite. It's a folding phone. The Kerry Ann got out. She goes, "Oh, this is pretty nice." Yeah, yeah. It, you know it what? is one of those devices. We used it in Berlin. Had a good play with it there. Understand how it works. We'll have a, a proper review in, in the weeks ahead. But uh, I'm still not convinced. By Are the telcos it. actually ranging it? Are the telcos offering it? So has anyone come forward? What they talked about was it will be on display at selected telcos and, and uh, Samsung uh, locations and uh-huh. retailers. So, so basically, it'll be at Harvey Norman Auburn. The flagship store. Right. It'll be at you know JB Hi-Fi Moor Park. Street. Yeah. You know Samsung. It might be at Telstra George Street. So no, there's no uh-huh. no nothing to know and see. Yes. But the, there's a couple of things that I took from the from the conversation I had with Samsung this week. Um, they're pretty much white gloving the the early installations. So because they don't they want people to be understand that they need to treat it carefully. There's a lot of warnings around yes. it because right, the problems they had. I did hear that. So people that yeah. people that expressed interest in the fold online okay. are going to be contacted. They're going to be invited into a store. Back in April they, yes. they expressed interest. They'll probably come the, out the first question are you still interested? Yeah. So they're going to be invited into a store to get their device. Okay. Okay. So they're going to be basically handed over the device and, and shown yeah. the device. Okay. In that sense, they didn't say white glove, but that's the way I took it. Yes. Um, they also talked about you know targeting the modern luxury market. They they said this is going to be bought by people who influencers look to. So that's the next level, right? Rather than <laughs> saying we're going to give our device to influencers, we're giving out we want our device that's going to sell to people who influencers look to. Huh. Like that's bragging. So that's you and me. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, you know what? I I was being fascinated with this. We don't forget this was announced back in February. Yes, okay? before so February, Mobile World Congress. Right. So a few days, a week before Mobile World Congress, at the S10 launch, we saw this. We weren't allowed to touch it. Go it, near didn't, it. Even, didn't even go. Even at Mobile World Congress, it was behind glass. You weren't allowed to touch it. Well, mean, meanwhile, Huawei comes out with the Mate X and blows everyone away with that. 
which and, con- which we got our hands on. Which conversely has not made it to market yet. No, that's right. So, but Samsung was first. They wanted to be first. They are going to be first, and we knew it was going to be a niche product. We knew, and and don't forget, let's talk about the dramas when they gave it to reviewers back in April. Yeah. There were were problems with. You know, people thinking there's a screen protector on yep. it, debris getting into the hinge, and so you can imagine if that had been released on a to, to the public, and the the it would have been like a Note Seven scenario all over again. Totally. But to, but to Samsung's credit, they they copped it on the chin. They said, right, we need to go back to the drawing board. And here. they they weren't they're not walking away from that either. Yeah. They mentioned that and they showed the list of things they'd done at yep. the uh, at the um, briefing earlier this week. The thing is, I've watched a um, you know, there's always an idiot on YouTube. Um, <laughs> But there's a guy who does very good, I'll be honest, tests of phones in different ways. So he uses a, a is pressure this, test. Is this the teardown guy? Isn't no, it? no. Um, but oh, he might be I, the teardown I, I guy. I know who you mean. Yeah, but anyway, he puts, he puts a number, one through ten, on, on every smartphone and uses different levels to of scratch pressure it. to scratch yes. it. Yes. Mate, this thing warps uh, under pressure of two and three. Yeah. So the screen is so very the, susceptible. So the into- inside screen. The inside screen the is very screen. susceptible. Yeah. to being well, scratched, uh-huh. which you wouldn't worry about because it's going to be folded. But what if you get debris in it and yes. it's in your pocket and it rubs together and scratches? Because I, I, mean, I, I, wrote, I wrote this story for the Qantas magazine. So that's a story. By story, I mean like, you know, a 200-word little piece. Yeah. And the the features editor said, look, I've been reading that the screen's breaking again and all this going on. I said, look, it's not. I, I think we need to write a line in there that, you know, it, that all those issues have been addressed, but... You still need to treat it, handle with care. So uh, that's said, kind everyone, of the three thousand yeah. yeah. dollars. Now, some would argue for three grand it should be flawless, uh, but for three grand, I'd take a lot of care of it. Absolutely, folks. yeah. And it comes in the box with Galaxy Buds. Yep, two fifty bucks. Oh, so the wireless and, ones, yeah. and cases, covers for the outside. Oh, of course, too. yeah, that's right. Beautiful. So well, we, a lot we in saw it. it. We've had our hands on it, and and I was impressed actually with the build quality. I'm thinking this felt really solid in your hand. So even in its, it's folded awkward. position, it's just weird. But it, and and I thought it was a little. I thought it was going to be this massive, chunky, like holding a sandwich in your hand sort of thing. It but is. it wasn't. It wasn't that. It's only like one point seven. Like it was thinner. I expected thicker. Open and I was shut. no shut. I was expecting more, and I, it was actually thinner than I thought. It was it was slimmer than I thought. It's still still not as still not like a like a an iPhone or anything, but. It, it wasn't as chunky as I thought. But then when you open it up, it's only, what, like 6.2, 6.5 millimetres thick? In when its you open, open it, state, yeah. it is exceptional. It's like, it's really cool to look at. It's a really nice way to watch a video. I was on the train... Browse your web, website. I was on the train to the airport, um, God, only yesterday, um, and I was standing up in the vestibule, you know, upstairs part, look, and I was looking down into the carriage. Is that what it's called, it the packed. vestibule? Pretty sure. Is that right? The upper, sure. the upper level is the middle called the level. vestibule. No, the middle, where you get in. Oh, right. And then there's upstairs so the, and downstairs. the doorway. The lobby. The vestibule. Okay, the vestibule. <laughs> Can you look it up? I might be wrong. Jesus. Oh, a, it reminds you when you said, we were talking about a carafe. Remember I said hey, a Siri, carafe? <laughs> what is a vestibule? Vestibule also, known as an Arctic entry, is an entry room or small foyer leading into a larger space. Oh, okay. Yeah. 100%. I've nailed that. And why is your Siri talking in a male voice? Because, listen... Is it, not that there's anything wrong with that. I <laughs> I think it's important <laughs> in this modern age to have equal opportunity. Okay. And that's what I support. Anyway, okay. so I'm looking down into the carriage... From and, the vestibule. Very uh, well. from, the, from the vestibule. <laughs> and, you know, it's just phones. It's just people on their phones. Exactly, and, mate. Mate, 
those you that have not noticed that you? before. You no, don't no, catch, no, you but, catch but, as many trains no, but as it I just, do. It's just a reminder. Having just left the briefing from yeah, Samsung, absolutely, it reminded yeah. me how much content is consumed. Oh, now, for people time. playing Candy Crush or messaging, fine. Yeah. But for people that are reading websites, you know, watching videos, oh, yeah. my God, you pull or out the fold, you open it up, yeah. and she's done, right? Huge. Although, although, it's still got a bloody notch. It, Top ridiculous. right-hand corner, there's a notch. Huawei, Huawei's version... Yeah, they've nailed it. How they're, they're designed. Although, but, although. But if that's scratching like this one yes, does, you know, how's that going to The perform? screen's on the outside with their one. At least Samsung, you open yeah, it up like, like my, a book. My iPhone's got scratched a bugger yeah, from me I don't too, know, yeah, keys my, or something. Mine too, yeah, mine too. You know, put it in your pocket. And, yes. you know, it's not obvious, but. But yeah, I'm wondering how the Huawei's going to stand up to the day to day grind when mm. that screen, similar type screen as the Samsung's inside screen, yeah. is on the outside. I don't know. How's it going to handle that? I don't know. I'm interested to see how many people care about it, buy it, are interested in it. Samsung yeah. have had a cracker year by all accounts in terms of overall yeah. smartphones, so yeah. this is just a crowning jewel for them. And it is, it's version one, right? It's the kind of thing that if you buy, here's my advice: if you've got three grand yeah. and you want one, get one for sure. Well, yes, no, you, but, you like it, but yeah. protect the hell out of it. Absolutely, yes. And in, in a couple of months, put it back in the box, put it in a drawer. Because that's going to be an amazing it's, bit of kit to have. It's going to be like the original iPhone. Yeah, when exactly. Yeah. I remember when I, I had the original iPhone. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm thinking about buying one. Yeah, no, for that I, very I, reason. Me too. I, I, I remember having the. I bought the original iPhone because it wasn't sold in Australia, so I had to yeah. unlock it, do all yeah, that. Yeah. And I remember having it at, at the in the office, and there was a line of people waiting to see it. And I, I reckon this will have a similar yeah. effect. Maybe not as much Except as the, the original iPhone. The only line in your house is Joe. Yeah. No, but I'm, like I said, I had it, I had it at Channel 10. <laughs> uh, had it first time we had it, and yeah. uh, there were a lot of people wanting desperately, really keen. Oh wow, they were really yeah. impressed with it. I think, geez, that's great. It's really cool. Wow. So we finally got the, we finally got the release date next Wednesday, the 30th of October, two thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Uh, you can uh, read about that pricing and stuff at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Stephen? Well, while we're on the subject of phones, yes. let's talk about the phone that's going to be released uh, tomorrow, I yes. understand, the 24th, is the Pixel 4. Yes. Now, you've you've seen it. Yep. Uh, I think your man Daniel did your that's review, right. and I've, I've reviewed it as well. Uh, I also wrote a secondary story about the face unlock, which I'll get to in a moment. And uh, So, just as a device. Yeah. Like, where does it sit camera-wise? That's my number one question right now because, obviously, Pixel, I thought, was always almost yeah, yeah. about above its average. Well, look, we said this. If you had a Pixel before, you should get this Pixel. If you're thinking of getting this phone instead of an iPhone or maybe a, a Samsung, I'd say no. I'd say don't. Right. Because the, the iPhone camera, the Samsung cameras, the triple camera systems, the Huawei's are all better than this. Yep. Now, in, in better as in, and look, it's very subjective in terms of the quality. Quality is fantastic on this, the camera. You don't get an ultra-wide lens now, which which I've, got to I've, be honest, I've gotten I'm used to that. It, yes. I'm using it so much. And this is one thing I missed. Like, I, I was walking back to the, ho- for, to the hotel from the show today, and there was a massive transformer, like a life-size transformer outside a shopping centre. Yeah, I saw I'm the photo. I've got to get a photo of this. You got to, yeah, just step I, back. I had to get foot. right back to get it. I'm thinking, if I had my iPhone, it'd be, it'd be great. It, I could just do it. Yeah. And uh, send it to Jason Murray too. Jason Murray, Did you? for uh, Did our, he our mate from Ausdraw, he's, he's a big transformer, isn't that? Yeah. I said, I made a thought of you when I, when I saw this, so he, he was chuffed with that. But uh, yeah, so that no wide. They, they chose to yeah. say, well, look, let's give you an extra telephoto, two time zoom telephoto on top of the existing lens there and look 
It's just something Apple did two years ago, that's all. Exactly. So you've you've gone from having Actually, a great... I'm sorry, iPhone 7. Yeah, yeah it's a so while ago. three yeah, yeah. years ago, at yeah. least. But but look, to be fair, Google's processing, the, the, the quality of their images they're getting from just the one lens was phenomenal. Yep. And the quality is still good. They just, they've just chosen not to do that extra, to go that extra mile. Yep. And the portrait shots are fantastic. Panorama shots are really easy to take. So in terms of camera, big tick. Really yep. nice. Shoots 4K, but doesn't shoot in 60 frames per second. A lot of people say, oh, the iPhone does that. But So I think in terms, if you love the old, old Pixel camera, and you, you, I don't think it's a deal breaker not having the ultra wide, then go for yep. gold. I would highly recommend you upgrade to this. But in terms of, in terms of the design, I reckon Google really decided to play it safe. There was no, there's no, like there's no curved edge to the screen, Good. ultra thin bezel, like it's got a massive yeah. forehead on the I don't screen. I mind the non-curved edge to the screen, but yeah. the forehead and the chin bug me when yes. you consider how amazing what Samsung's done. Oh yeah, but next is. to these other phones, this this, this, this just, thing looks old. Yeah, it looks like it's but a two-year-old also, phone. The back of it with that big black camera box, which to me yeah. looks identical. It is iPhone like mock-ups it? of the iPhone. Yeah, like it's it's yeah. exactly what they look like. Exactly right. What it does, it demonstrates Google doesn't have the depth in in research and development around materials. Yeah, you know, I, I well, can that, imagine. They need, they I a, can imagine yeah. iPhone went through a phase. And it would be such a great documentary to watch. Yeah. Um, All the where, different where, materials. Where I went that's through. what it looked like. The uh, the pixel is what it looked like. Yeah. And they went, uh, no. Like Johnny, I've went. Uh, I know I'm leaving, but no, it's <laughs> not going to look like that. Yeah. And 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 then they went, okay, what could we do with the glass? And then they went, well, let's let's actually edge the glass away, and and leave the. Le- I mean, it's just amazing what yeah. Apple did in terms of this. I would say the uh, the time and effort Apple put into the very back of this phone. Yeah is as much as Google have put into the design of all of their phones. Yeah, I agree. Now, I, I have I think to... It uh, the And continue with the good news. Uh, one feature, the camera, fantastic. Google Assistant, really good, really fast, as you'd expect from Google's phone. Android 10, nice and clean, very uncluttered, also great. Battery, solid, easily gets you through the whole day. Like, I think I was all day, I, it was down to... 25% at 6 o'clock tonight from being fully charged this morning. So no dramas there, although it's not a two-day battery as no. you've seen now with the new iPhone and these other devices. I think this is a 3700 and there's a 2800, 2800 in the in Pixel, the, in, the Pixel in, the X, in the 4. So um, that's that's actually pretty small for, for when you're considering phones of these sizes. It's also got a 90 hertz screen, which is Do you notice it? extra refresh rate. No, I don't. And in fact, it it it, it switches back to 60 to save the battery. Right. Yeah, now there, there is a thing to force it to be on all the time. So you have it on sometimes. If you have it on all the time, the battery will last till midday because it's refreshing so much. So What's the point of You want to have a smooth, Why? really smooth, Why? which is hardly noticeable for scrolling, viewing videos, all that sort of gear, then you know it's up to you. But I, I had it on and it was hardly noticeable that it's there. Um, the other cool feature, and everyone I've shown this to, especially journalists, are losing their mind when I show this. It's the recorder. Have you seen this new recorder with the voice that can transcribe yeah. at the same time? Crazy! But I showed it to all these motoring journos here, and they said, "I'm getting it. I'm getting it just for that." Because they interview, they need to transcribe their interviews, and we did a test. There were three of us talking one after the other. It nailed. It was like 99% accurate, and it's all done on device. 
Really? It's done on device through the... Break down those three the voices new, in a separate paragraph? No, it just ran on. But okay, right. it's, mate, you just cut and paste that, put it in a Word doc, and then you, you can easily see who's talking when. In fact, when you play back the audio, it highlights the words who, of each word as it's being said. So it's like watching like karaoke. So it, it gives you that kind of playback as well. Yeah, right. Only available on the Pixel at this point, which uh, so kind of gives it that sort of yeah, exclusivity. Yeah. But I'm thinking down the track they'll probably release it for when other devices go Android yeah, yeah. 10. Okay, now the bad news. Face Unlock. I wrote this separately to my review. The big drama here is that Face Unlock works, and I did a little video on try Twitter. Well, no, because it it's not turned on to me. It's, it has to be no, me doing it. No, I'm going to turn it on you. you I'm going to use okay. your phone. Okay. Stephen's going to close his eyes. So if I look at it, it's got nothing, right? So I'll turn it off. Close your eyes, Stephen. I'm going to point it at you, and it's unlocked. Oh, my God! <laughs> I told you. That's the worst <laughs> thing ever. Face unlock works with your eyes closed. So, <laughs> so that means, say I fall asleep here, right? And you grab my phone and go, boom. Um, you can here. unlock my phone, look through everything on my phone, make payments purchases on my phone. This is a relationship killer. <laughs> you can download apps, whatever you want. So I don't know if you've ever tried to get your wife's finger to unlock her phone with the no, fingerprint reader. That's, gonna, that's, that's, well, that's a slap in the well, face, that is. I, I put my video on Twitter and, and I, I sort of said, look, you know, we can confirm that Face Unlock works with your eyes closed. And my little video showed it. And I said, maybe sleep with it under your pillow. <laughs> so they'd have to actually wake you up to get to it. So because but, when when Apple first released Face Unlock, they made a point of saying it only works when you're paying attention to the phone. Exactly. To so the very point where you, if your eyes were shut or you were looking, like if I'm or if, you even if, have I'm, if I'm over on. here and someone just goes over here, it won't unlock until I till yeah, I, I can have it. my face can be looking away, but I've got to look. Yep. You've, your eyeballs well, have got to look. It knows. I've, I've got sunglasses that it can't see my eyes through that I've got to take off to, for it to work. Yeah. Right. So that's how good Face ID is and iPhone only has Face ID, just like this does. There's no fingerprint backup now. So that's the only oh biometric security on the phone, right? So there is a way for you to force the uh, – to get around the biometric where you can use your passcode all the time. There's a way around it, which I've outlined on Tech Guide. But it is, it is a worry that, that that is there in the first place. But here's the ironic thing. Now, this was heavily leaked phone, okay, before yeah. we saw it. We all knew what it was going to look like, yep. and there were leaks left, right, and center. One of the leaks, which was 9 to 5 Google, I think the site's mm. called, had shots of the phone and had a screenshot of the face unlock settings page. Yep. Now, on that screen was a an option, an option. to have make sure your eyes are open to for face unlock to work. Now, fast forward a month later, and that that the the phone had doesn't have that choice anymore. In fact, it has in the settings it says your phone may be unlocked by someone else if your eyes are closed. So it warns people from the get-go well, that phone? this is an issue. Well, they haven't responded. Like The phone isn't even out yet. True. So what I'm suggesting, it, what I'm hoping happens is that Google pushes out an update to push to put that option in the menu again. wouldn't take much for them to do it. But, like, you can... Look, it, it, it's... It's probably not going to happen, but if someone wanted to, if you fell asleep in your phone's laying around, they just got to put it in front of your face. No, that is not good. And, and you think back, right? Remember, remember years ago when there was that the um, terrorist that got killed, and yep. Apple, the FBI wanted Apple to That's unlock right. his phone, yep. right? And Apple said, no, sorry, can't yep. do it. Now, this was before face unlock. That's but... right. And they said, well, we, you know, that privacy is privacy. 
So now imagine this scenario where, say, this bloke's got a Google Pixel 4. He's dead. He's they brown, go, brown, they, they go, go there boop, and they go, boop, we've got, they're into his phone. So, yeah, I know people saying, well, look, you know, well, if you've got nothing to hide, like, but, but it's all about privacy. Yeah, and, see, and the comfort of how comfortable the you are about privacy. I'm say I've got nothing to hide, yeah. but see, the thing is, I've got nothing to hide, but the things that are private, like passwords, like my bank account. Well, here's the all thing, there. Like, yeah. uh, you know, there are apps that use Face Unlock to, that are authorised. Well, yeah. Are they, yeah. like my bank well, on the iPhone uses Face Unlock. Actually, I'm going to go in the Commonwealth Bank right now. Just, no, no, I've got a pin code though for that. I've so, got a pin yeah, code, right. yeah, so that works with a pin code. So Can it be enabled there, for Face ID? Uh, I'm not sure. But, hmm. yeah, there, there is there are some options. And I've got to say, when it's, and don't, there, there's a little, there's apparently like a little radar, so it senses when your hand's near yeah. the phone. And so I've got to say, when, when I want to pick it up and unlock it, it's fast. It does it fast. It is yeah, really yeah. good. But... That little wrinkle there, where if your eyes are closed and you can unlock it, yeah, maybe not be for might not Fair be for everyone. Bloody wrinkle, mate. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, the Pixel Four out this week. Uh, if you want to read Stephen's full review, go to techguide.com.au. And uh, Daniel's done a full review. Uh, the man knows his Android phones at uh, eftm.com. Stephen. Yeah. Well, uh, we're here at the at the Motor Show in Tokyo, and our great sponsors, Uniden, have a product you can use in the your, in your car, which Absolutely. is the iGo Cam 85R. This is their 4K dash cam. It also has a full HD rear view camera. There's a 2.4 inch LCD color screen on board as well. And the screen shows you your speed, can even warn you when you're coming near a speed or a red light camera. But the whole idea of having a dash cam is that it's your eyes and ears on the road. Having 4K resolution really helps too because it can help identify cars, colors, makes, number plates, all the detail that would be vital if there, there needed to be an insurance claim or a police mm. investigation. So really important that you have that added video resolution. It's got an ultra-wide 160-degree view as well. Uh, and it also has... The back camera can also be used as a reversing camera as well, so the, yep. the, the rear camera. Uh, also has impact and motion detection, of course, and whenever there is an incident, it actually files that video away into another folder, and you can even upload from the device via Wi-Fi to your phone. So it's very easy to save your videos and share the videos if necessary. So a must-to-have in your car, I think, is the dash cam, and a great choice would be the iGo Cam 85R. Read more about it at uniden.com.au. Just realised, Stephen. I think I have our next product still here in my bag. I was playing. Yeah, with I've earlier. got it. I've got it as well. Yes, the GoPro Max. Now we saw this uh, uh, kind of announced to, to us when we had a briefing on the Hero Eight. Um, and I got to be honest, I just went, "Oh, you've updated the Fusion. It's a 360 degree camera, and you think it's a bit better. Good one." <laughs> I, I, I'm blown away by this device, Stephen. This is the best GoPro ever. It is. Eb- Absolutely everything you could ever need in a GoPro. And there are a couple of features that I just have to talk about. The first one, have you played with Horizon Leveling? Where it, it if mate, you're askew, it'll mate, straighten up the image. I'm going to do it. I've, I've recorded so many videos doing this. So I record a video and I, I sh- shake the camera left and right. In fact, I'll shake the, switch the camera in 360 degrees around itself, right? And then you stop the video and, oh, what's this? I had a highlight tag. Go away. And then I play it back, and when I press play, the bloody video... Oh, there's sound. Hang on, it's kind of annoying, isn't it? Um, <laughs> watch, you watch this video, Stephen, and I've done a demo wow. video on EFTM. Did you see that? 
I twisted the video around. <laughs> still leveled up. So what I'm saying for for people listening who don't understand what I'm saying, imagine you've got a, a, this camera on the roof of your car, yeah. and it's recording, and you roll your car over on its <laughs> side over and over again. Um, the video will be flat, like the car didn't yeah. roll. Now, obviously, that's a really terrible example because basically, yeah. you know, but think about... Um, Say you're you know, a certain, like snowboarder BMX or... BMX bike is not really yeah. made for the full full flip over, but yeah. when you're going down the slopes left and right, yeah, wow. I mean, it's phenomenal to me that that's even possible. And that's happening on the camera that's live, yeah, in wow. real time. You can do it on the Hero 8, mm. but it's done in post. It's done on the app. Yeah. The other one... And this can be used to just... I know there's a lens front, lens back, yeah, so stitched I'm, together for a 360-degree camera. I'm just you can't just use it as a regular Horizon GoPro. Horizon leveling works on the GoPro-style version, so when right. you're just using one lens. Okay. You can use Horizon leveling in post if you've done a 360-degree video. Yeah. So then the other example is I gave this camera to Harry. So we had a, a big baseball game at the weekend back at home. It's the first game at the new ground. And what they did, they got all the juniors... Um, the kind of major majors they're called. They're, they're the kind of the best juniors we've got. Let's say 15 of them from one corner of the whole oval to another. And what they did, they what's called a pitch relay. So the first yep. kid pitches it to the next kid to the next mm-hmm. kid, all the way into the main diamond where the A-grade team are ready to play. Harry's right over the other side. And Harry's standing there. I said, mate, don't twist the camera. Just hold it in front of yourself like this. Just hold it out and run. Run like buggery. <laughs> so he, he bolts to the other end. And I'm recording in 360 degrees. So I'm, I'm capturing everything. Now, mate, when you look at the 360 degree video, it's weird because you can't see the camera. You can just see his little hand. Yeah, yeah. But then there's a, there's a thing called reframing in the app. And it works so, so well. You open up the video that's been recorded in three, 360 degrees. And you go, that's what I, where I want the video to start. So like it's on Harry's face. Yep. And then you just go forward in the timeline a little bit. And you twist. You use your fingers to pinch and zoom in and yeah. out. Twist the camera around. I want to go over there, and I was able to create this video that followed the ball, zoomed out on the whole oval, then zoomed in on the kids, and went all the way. Then I made another one that just followed Harry's face, right? Just Harry all the way around. Then I made another one that did a bit of that. So you can use you can use the original footage, the 360, and just change the perspectives, and and you have a whole whole new video, mate. So I made. Can you upload to YouTube and be able, and the viewer can view whatever they want? Is yeah, that that's so, possible? Though? So, uh, and the best thing to do if you're not fully following, and I get that it's complicated, is on EFTM.com. What I did was I published, I think four video, four or five videos. So the first one is is the full 360. So right, you yep. can you click on it, and when you hit play, which is working, yes, when you hit play, you've got the full video to manipulate, right? Yep. So I can now look around that. But then I went, okay, so. This video is the one I've made. I've so made, you've chosen where I've people I've made look. this video. You can't t- turn around here, but I've yeah. made this video to go, right, what I want to do here is I want you to follow the action. So I'm. this is any movement you see now in this is me. But the remarkable thing, again, is look at the stabilisation. Like Harry, little eight-year-old Harry, is <laughs> running like an idiot here, and it's just stabilised. And so I've said to you... So you chose to have the front-on view following the ball. Yeah, I've chosen... Okay. Like, and there's parts here where it zooms in. Watch here, I zoom in a bit. Okay. Right? Yeah, wow. So you can do all that That's all done in post on That's the That's all done in app. post. Yep. And so here's a version. And these are all on EFTM.com if you, if you want to see them, folks. Yeah. But this version just follows Harry, right? <laughs> so this is just all I did just was looking continue, at his face. To con- continue to move the frame. Look at him running, right? So you're watching Harry. It's 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 epic and really really cool. Um, and then I think there was another one where um, uh, this one, you know, because you can have you yeah, can do the full 360 sort of world view. But yeah. I did. If you want to see it crazy, how you do it, I did one that's all four different videos, but it's the exact same video, but in four different formats. Yeah, so nice. I, we sh- I shot one video. 
and, and I've made four pieces of content uh, yeah, or more well, out of it. Well. And I just think, mate, if you're like you've done um, stand up paddling and stuff, you know, yeah. um, kayaking, it doesn't have to be surfing, it doesn't have to be BMX, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? GoPro something where the scenery is being. really nice, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I'm going to use it, I'm going to use mine tomorrow. I'm going to on a to the sea all the Olympic sites. Yeah, right. So I'm going to use it tomorrow. Yeah, but so. the, and the great thing and the number one thing I recommend you use, let alone anyone else, is if you're let's say you let's say you're going to get you're going to use hero mode, you're just going to shoot one one lens, yep. and then you can choose which microphone you uh, use. Yeah. So do I want the front microphone? Or the back microphone, because if you use the back microphone, you're going, well, look over there at this, and your oh, so you commentary, because oh, wow. these microphones are like There's shotguns. Both, yeah, of They're course. excellent microphones. Wow, wow, so cool. you choose the back camera instead of stereo, yeah, so nice. that it's really focused on you. Man, it what is... What sort of 4K quality you get out of this? Uh, 4K? You can do 1080... Three, um, 360? Uh, in 360, and you can do... Ooh, I'm just looking now. So 4K out of one lens? You can't, no, you and can't 1080, do 4K. 360. You can do 1440 at a 4x3 aspect ratio. Okay. Yeah, so, so there's no 4K on that at no. all? No. So if you want 4K, you've got to use a hero. Right. Yeah? Okay. But I would argue he needs 4K because the other thing, because you've got this ridiculous field of view, yeah. you've got this crazy horizon levelling for a start. <laughs> yeah. So any wobbles like this, nothing. Uh-huh. And you've got amazing stabilisation and there is a wider angle lens you can use. Man, it's seven nine nine, so it's very expensive. But the standard or the high end Hero Eight Black is five nine nine for two hundred bucks yeah, extra. You could get kind of two for one, eh? If you do two hundred bucks extra, unless you desperately need four K and all those kind of not you know, waterproof though, is it? Yeah, waterproof to five meters. Is it really? Okay. Yeah, and has the 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 tongues, fingers, whatever they call yeah, them. Yeah, they come out of the bottom. So you don't yeah, need nice. a case; just yep. attaches to nice. anything. I oh, say so these waterproof. Yeah. Okay. To five. Meters. To five Check meters. that before you go swimming tomorrow, Stephen. I'm not going swimming. I'm just wanted, just curious. Yeah, I'm highly confident that it's okay. it's, it's waterproof to a small degree. Um, Very nice. And I, I love it. I think it's just it's just I think it brings GoPro back. Yeah, because the, the other fusion thing is, the fusion was last year's 360. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago, and, and, and that was, was that was very expensive it was horrible. too. It had two SD cards. Yeah. You had to stitch stuff together afterwards. It's got one SD card. Stitching's on the camera. It's excellent. Yeah, nice. And the other thing is, you think about the DJI Osmo. Which you know is great, and I love it because of the front-facing camera. Mate, if you want, then you can record video on this and just now use look the front, at yourself. You've got the front oh, okay, wow! Camera. So it's so you've got a hero with of, the front-facing yeah, camera, and that you can box. choose that microphone. Boom! And you've got this is a vlogging. So that's hero right mode is one lens. Hero mode is one and, lens, yeah. and 360 mode uses both lenses. Um, and you, you know, then you've got the option 360, to, to yeah, play nice. around with them afterwards. Wow! Imagine the fun um, you can have with that, eh? I mean, I, I would argue. And this is how it's intended to be used. So tomorrow, let's say you're, yeah. um, you put in 360 mode, you hit record, and you're walking around the sites, and you go. So if you look over to the left, but you never, you never point the camera. You just hold the camera. Exactly. You'd have to. You just go over, over on it. my right, over there is yep. that thing over on my left. And there's a bit of work to do in, on your iPhone, but it all happens on your iPhone yeah. to make the final video. But it's well worth right. it. Right. No, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to charge it up tonight, but ready to go. We're going to see the Olympic Stadium, a lot of the Olympic sites. Awesome. I think we're going on a cruise as well. Yeah. Happy day. Should be nice. The ho- our host set with Toyota, very nice. All we're right. You'll take uh, us out. Read my full review of the GoPro Max. It's not the, I call it the, in one video, I call it the Hero Max, not the Hero Max. It's GoPro, GoPro Max. Max. I uh, prefer Pepsi Max too. I like Pepsi Max. No, Pepsi can be. Just, you don't like Pepsi? It's disgusting. Pepsi Max is nice. I like Pepsi Max. Devil's drink. Really? Yep. Okay. And you said before you couldn't find a Coke anywhere. Oh, I saw mate. Cokes everywhere, mate. I'm going to smash a Coke. I've got, I've got an issue, though. I do have one issue. Yeah. They don't have Diet Coke here. Oh. They've got Coke, and they've got Coke Zero. 
and I detest Coke Zero, so I normally just go the full blown Coke. It. See, I try. You know what? I uh, don't like Coke Zero. When it's I get heavy. back from somewhere, I had a a drink, a drink of Coke Zero. I thought, right, yeah, maybe maybe I can do this. Maybe I can. It's awful. Yeah, Diet Coke is, oh, I think, much better. But anyway, I don't know whether you even looked right to the bottom of the, I, you of know, the pad. I did, you know. and I unfortunately I realised that you put a <laughs> sneaky, cheeky, bloody... Uh, well, I thought I'd keep it to last, but I won't, I won't spend too much time on it. I just want to just acknowledge the fact that EFTM even put out a story that... The, yeah, the, I the, want to acknowledge I wasn't in charge yeah, that day. Yeah. You wanted to also <laughs> get a few eyeballs there for... Uh, you embedded the YouTube video version of the trailer, I no doubt, on your story. Yeah, so yeah, good, yeah. good luck to you. I thought, yeah. I saw that on Facebook. They're good on you. I said, that wouldn't have been Trev, <laughs> but good on you anyway. <laughs> but look, this is the final trailer for Star Wars Rise of Skywalker and... As Trevor jokingly referred to before, I have done a frame by frame <laughs> analysis of this, as I always do, and I did it. I did it kind of funny as well. I, I, I made it a bit lighthearted. Like an example is that there's a scene where Kylo Ren is fighting Ray with their lightsabers, and it's pouring rain. He's in he's in the wet, and I jokingly said, "Well, Kylo Ren's lightsaber must have an IP68 rating and go to a depth of four meters for thirty minutes because it's in the rain." So, Stephen, but um, uh, yeah. before you run us through every minute, just so. I I'm not going to do that. No, Can I'm I just not. tell you? Yeah. I saw Bowen's story. I yeah. clicked on it, and yeah. I actually pressed play on the video. Yeah. I made it like just. I didn't know how many minutes it was. So it's I don't two know minutes thirty-nine. Yes. So I made it thirty <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Well, you're not invested in and it. I mate. just went. Yeah. No. I've invested yeah forty-two years of my life into this thing. So I'm I'm uh, I think it was a really good trailer. A lot of people said, you know what, it didn't give too much away. I, I disagree. There's a, I reckon there's a lot it gave away. In fact. On my story, and I'm not going to give, give you any reference to it now, I have, and I said this on my story, I said, look, I've got a theory about what I think is going to happen here. Mm. So I'm going to leave it to the very bottom because it could potentially a spoiler. So I'm going to give you the frame by frame, but at the very, very bottom, and I, and I even say, right, okay, now I'm going to tell you the theory. Five, four, three, two, one, are you still here? Here it is. <laughs> and I explained my theory about what I reckon happens, how why the Emperor is back in it, why there's uh, the original ship from Episode 4, the original Star Wars film in it, right. why all these things are back in it. So are we going to do that now? Are we going to do a 3, 2, 1 turn No, off? well, no. Oh. I, I'll get them to go to, go to Tech Guide if you want. Well, no, you clickbait arsehole. I don't want people to... I don't want to spoil it for you now. Like I'll, I'll, On my Tech Guide podcast, I'm going to give people the, the chance to pull out if they, they don't want to hear it, but... I think for those who want to hear it, rather than you sort of us stopping it Pull right out, now. it's always safest. <laughs> it's right. That's right. Worked for me. But, um, yeah, so it's on Tech Guide. If you want to read my frame by frame, go for your life. And uh, as I said, I'm not going to give anything away unless you want to read it at the very bottom of the story, my theory. And I back it up with stuff from the, the, from the trailers as well. So give it a go. But I think it, it does really... Um, it's got a big job to do this movie. It's got to bring together not only this latest trilogy, this? episode nine. So this is the this end is of the, the this last... is the end of the Skywalker saga. So what started with episode so the Skywalker four saga is episode was episode four, five, six. Then they went back and made episode but one, it is, two, so three. So the full nine episodes, nine episodes, is Skywalker all saga. Skywalker. Yes, right. This is so it. So it's Anakin, Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, Leia. You know, Ben no Solo. Uh, so it's it's Why the whole it thing. Why is it the end? Well, because it's the end. It's the third trilogy. It's over. They're just Mate, saying. I don't it's want to end. break it to you. Disney's making a bit of cash. I know they they'll are. just make another they'll trilogy. Make other, no, they'll, but it won't be have anything to do with the Skywalkers. 
Why it won't not? be Luke, Leia, Darth Vader. It won't be anybody. The, the Star Wars universe is vast, Trevor. It's vast. <laughs> it's vast. I think Trevor did a swear then, too. Oh, sorry, kids. <laughs> sorry. Trevor, Uncle Trevor. Uncle Trev. uh, forget what Trevor just said. He said a naughty Listen, word. Don't repeat that to your mum and your daddy. It's so annoying. It's, it's like big. the Marvel Universe and the DC Universe. Just make movies. <laughs> That's what they're doing, mate. It's and I'll give you a guarantee. There's some people sitting around a board table going, "What do you mean, Skywalkers aren't going to be? They'll make them make us. There'll be another Skywalker." What the what will happen? We're, we're going to see. I'm calling it. There'll be more Sky. There'll be more Star Wars content on Disney Plus. They're going to have the Mandalorian, which is like a separate yeah. series for which looks really good on Disney Plus. They've also announced they're going to have the uh, Kenobi series. So ah, Ewan McGregor is going to come back one. and reprise that role. So it'll be set between Episode three and four. So episode three is when he brings young Luke to Tatooine. And then do you remember the original Star Wars where old Ben and Luke meet again? So there's Let's that little, yes. that time period. <laughs> Can't believe you. You have seen it, haven't you? Yeah, I was. You saw it once and that's it. Sort of in one ear and out the other. Good on you, mate. But yeah, so wasn't there is he, more he, content coming. Wasn't he playing around with his sister at one point? What? That's disgusting. Wasn't Princess... In Clara? Empire Strikes Back, they do share a bit of a lingering kiss. Ah, yeah. that's right, yeah. yeah. And everyone goes, ooh. That's right, because I remember tweeting. Cause I was but they didn't tweeting. know they were brother yeah, and sister at that time. Yeah, I remember tweeting from a plane because I, I was watching on the way to Berlin going, oh my God, it's his sister! Or whatever <laughs> But it is. you knew that going in. No, so I knew the, the Darth time, Vader thing. But I didn't know about the yeah. sister thing. Well, mate, you're not going to say. And you, look, everyone kind of before you even saw Empire Strikes Back, you were, you knew that Luke Skywalker was Darth Vader's son, right? Yeah. Uh, I've got to go back and any listeners who are my age and remember this at the time, 1980, the movie came out. That was a phenomenal, massive twist in the in this movie. And in fact, when they filmed, a little fun fact here for you, yeah. when they filmed this. The actor who was playing Darth Vader, David Prowse, had to give the lines then to to Luke Skywalker, to Mark Hamill on the set, right? For this scene, they gave him the wrong lines. They got him to say, "You you you don't know. Yes, you don't know what happened to your father, do you?" And then the line was, "Yes." Luke Skywalker says, "No, he told me enough. He told me you killed him." And the line that David Prowse, the actor inside the suit, says, "No, it was Obi Wan." And then Luke has his reaction, no, that's impossible, and and that was it. And then at the premiere, they were sitting in the audience, and this guy, the actor, holy hell, the, the, they dubbed, because James Earl Jones' voice was dubbed in for all the movies, right? So the bloke would say the line on the set, James Earl Jones would be dubbed his voice as Darth Vader. And that's how they did it in, in post, and they kept it a secret until it was released. And you can so imagine... the bloke in the suit's just a prop. He's, a, he's, a, he's got a Yorkshire accent. I've heard his lines on like behind the scenes shots of him, him delivering the lines just for the other actors to cue the other actors. But yeah, the James Earl Jones voice is, is all in all the movies is Darth Vader. A little bit of fun fact there for. So for listen, you uh, while we're just and we've gone over time, but who cares? Um, although I do need a steak. Um, <laughs> I have three things I've been watching. Okay. Oh, yeah, some streaming stuff. Yeah, yeah. Some streaming stuff. So, Godfather okay. of Harlem is just Into excellent. It. Love it. Excellent. It's three episodes in uh, or four yeah, the now. Third, four. Or, third one dropped on Tuesday night, so I'm going to watch that uh, roaming with both yes. of them, thankfully. Nice. Um, I couldn't, it, it's interesting, you can't download that. It's not downloadable. 
Ah, really? Because, yeah. you know, it's a tick box. They, got a, they didn't pay ah, enough for it. It wasn't right. available as, okay. a, as an option. But okay. anyway, so I couldn't download that for the plane. Love that show. Uh, Get Shorty's Back. Yes, season three is great. Very good. Love that show. I'm up to date. Is it third episode just dropped this week? Yes. Third? Nice. It's good. That was a pleasant surprise. I, che- I went to the stand a couple of weeks ago. I thought, what? Yeah. Get Shorty's Back already? Yes. That was awesome. Um, and... Mind Hunters, have you seen it on Netflix? I've yeah. watched a bit of the first season. I've um, watched both seasons. Okay, now, good. And it's. I've got to go back to the beginning. It's of a it. slow burn. First season the, was a slow burn. I the, thought that it's just like it's not something to get gripped on. Yeah. Um, it's certainly not something to watch with anyone. It's just yeah, it's very it's much dark, just you, yeah, right. you, you and the thing. But it's it's it's. it's I don't even know how how true it is, but it's. It's it's quite uh, there's definitely levels of truth in it because at the very very end I won't spoil it too much but at the very end there's one of those you know this happened you know ah, 20 years later well, or after 20 years this has happened you well, know so in, in that some vein in I can recommend uh, Unbelievable on Netflix which is a true story of a serial rapist and it's Tony Collette is in it we should say that that's the vein of that is because Mindhunters is about two FBI agents who yes. create. The, the concept of a serial killer. Yeah, well, they try to work out. Yeah, or they read, so they do the they psychological come up with studies. The term serial that, killer. Yes, and uh, yeah, but unbelievable was was uh, I think it's only six episodes or eight episodes. Right. I think it was eight episodes. That was uh, that was terrific. I watched that in a whole, in a weekend. It was got Tony Collette, the Aussie actress, right, okay. is in it, based on a true story. Unbelievable. In, uh, so sell it to me. Unbelievable. Well, it's a series of rapes. There's one woman who's raped, and the cops investigate, and they don't believe her. So she's living her life. She said, okay, I never did it because she was, you know, going through some stuff and uh, this this guy continued, victims kept turning up and it turned out that the when they found, well, I don't want to give the whole thing away, but... So this, it's the this, story of the investigation. The story of the investigation and all the clues and how this person covered their tracks and okay. how it, it was really, really interesting um, okay. and, and how the lengths they went to to find this guy. And, uh, yeah, and again, based on a true story, but... Um, Enjoyable. I also like on Netflix. Have you ever watched that show, The Sinner? Yeah, I feel like I the have. The Sinner, uh, which was um, um, just uh, uh, yeah, Alba. Just, just yeah, Jessica Alba, um, Justin Timberlake's Great wife. Sword. No, not Jessica Alba. It's Jessica Beale. Beale. Yeah, Jessica Alba's another just good sort. <laughs> and that was a this. The, it's funny. The first season, which started oh, Jessica is Beale. Sec- is there another second season? season yeah. Oh, hang yeah, on. Yeah, second I've definitely season. watched it. Yes. So is well, that the, new? Yes. Oh, oh, it's been out a few months. And the it's not a who done it, it's a why done it. You know they did it, you know they commit this crime, but you don't know why. So that goes I through. Good, I hope it's got a good recap. I don't quite remember what happened. Yeah, no. The first the first has... series is great with Jessica yeah. Biel, and then the second season is this young kid is the is the subject. His name's Julian, and right, so it's, it's fascinating. Whole, it's the same concept. Yeah, the investigator crime. New... Yeah, each each season is a different victim, different crim, crime, okay, right. and you go from start to finish. That's and at right, the end, you think, that okay, that's why they did it. Her that stabbed him. Yeah, she stabs a guy on the beach. Goes crazy. No doubt she did it. There was air witnesses, and then they work out. They go through the whole series. And then you understand why she did it. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm going to need to recap Fascinating. that one. Fascinating. So, un- unbelievable and Sinner. And the Sinner. Yeah, two okay. seasons. I, yeah. I even reckon the second season with the kid in it is probably slightly better than the first. I'll get on to the Netflix downloads. All right. Uh, that's plenty of recommendations from the two blokes. Here in Tokyo, thanks to the good people at Netgear and Unidens, Stephen. Let's 
fly home tomorrow night. And, yes, um, we're on the same we're flight, the same by the flight. way. Yes, we that's, are, yeah. You know, it's obviously uh, it's like, risky. It's like royal protocol. We're, the blokes yeah. don't often fly on the same plane. Yeah. So we've got to be separated. Somewhat risky, but it's with the good people of Qantas, <laughs> so I'm assuming we'll be okay. Yes. If we're not, this will be just prolific. <laughs> I mean, what's it called? Prophetic. No. Yeah, prophetic. Yeah. yeah. They'll be playing this on the news. Yeah. <laughs> With our pictures on the screen, yeah. Stan will be just going, oh, they, their last act was to endorse Godfathers yes. of Harlem. Yes. But they and didn't the, find the, out what happened. <laughs> anyway, jeez. Although, I've got to say, that we are, you know, touch wood, we're going to get home safely. And the day we get home, October 25, is mm. when Call of Duty Modern Warfare drops. The I'd love Call to play Duty. it with you, but you'd smash me. No, so no, no I'll, I'll play, play with you. Well, I'll no. teach you. I'll teach you. I'll take you under my wing. Then you, when the next Formula One game comes out, then you teach me and I'll play them. I'll get Jackson you. to teach you. I'll get Jackson to teach He's very good. He's, that, he's better than you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's beating you? Yeah. I can't wow. do his times anymore. But wow. he hasn't quite turned all the assists off, so... See, those young I'm, muscles, mate. You're getting I'm old waiting. now, aren't you? See? It's all the, 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 the reflexes are going already, are they? Still, man, I'd still smash you. Okay? <laughs> I've got so, good, you know... I've got good reflexes. I don't care. I'd still smash you. Let's, we've got to somehow do a reflex test. I've got very good reflexes. What reflexes? What do you mean? I don't know. Reflexes. Reacting stuff, doing stuff quickly. <laughs> we'll go to one of those things where you touch the things on the wall, you <laughs> yeah, know, the, the smash speed test or whatever it is. Smash ya. Let's just race yeah. at Albert Park on my simulator and okay. uh, yeah, we'll yeah, see who sets the best lap time. Okay. Yeah. Because I can out, tell you, out. there's no point in you coming around. <laughs> okay. Smash can you play against uh, each other online? Can yeah, I race I you online? Yeah, I think you can. I've never done it. Okay. Because I don't know how. Like, yeah. Yeah. Have you got a PlayStation? You got a PlayStation? Are you or Xbox? Uh, I use Xbox for the Formula One. Oh, um, yeah. right. Because I'm PlayStation uh, online. You PlayStation. don't have an Xbox to go online? I do. I, I do, but I'm, I'm my my game. I play on the PlayStation network. The, the, you, can the, do, you can play on the Xbox network. I as know, well, but champ. I prefer the PlayStation controller. It's exactly the same no, as it's, the bloody. It's not. It's slightly different. I'm, I'm just muscle memory is the PlayStation controller. For you know, split second, mate. There's a big difference between life or death, mate. Come on. Okay, I can't take a chance here. It's, <laughs> it's PlayStation for me, and uh, I'm looking forward to the massive download on Friday. It's uh, yeah, it's a shame I wasn't. I'm not home because I've I've got. I think I've got the redeem code already. Or they're going to send it to me. And there's a new thing where you can get the code and it pre-downloads and it pre-downloads and it, and so it's ready to go. And then it just unlocks I'll on the day. I'll play Call of Duty when I can just be given a sniper rifle. I don't want to have to earn it. Snipers, I don't want to have yeah. to. You I just can, want to be can, a sniper. You can do that. It's like Fortnite, right? I played Fortnite because I reviewed yeah. an Aldi gaming PC at the end yeah. of last week. And I installed Fortnite. I thought I'll give it a crack. Yep. And like one time out of like ten times I played it, I got this sniper rifle. I'm just. Poof, I'm a very good sniper. Okay. Because yeah. we, could, well, could, we could use it, because when I play online, and you're often in a team. Yeah, I'd be good So you'd sniper. be a good, you'd have our back. Yes. You'd say, watch out on the left, there's yes. a bloke in that building. I'd love to do that. We could do that. We'll, I'd we'll be form, good at that. We'll form the TBTT clan. Call of Duty clan. Oh. All right, we'll do that. I'm in, I'm chief sniper. You could be sniper. And I'm a, I'm a run and gunner, I'm in there, I'm in the thick of the action. I'm in there. Can you? Can I accidentally kill you? No, <laughs> can't kill your own teammates. Okay, but will you know? But if you want to, well, we you? can have a private game, yeah. and you can have the sniper, and, and I don't know where you are, and I'm going to sneak around and try to find you, and you can just be boom, picking me off from. Yeah, uh, but at this point, like it's got to happen early because you learn the maps. Yeah, well, that's all good. But you can move. You know, you know how to use a map. Sniper you can doesn't move. move, champ. Yeah, but if you have to, you can pick up and run. You can pick up and relocate. Yeah. And normally when you normally you, you when you need get a killed, lot of knowledge of the game to you know do, yeah. where to go. Normally when you get killed, well there'll be new maps for everyone. See, there are totally new maps for the multiplayers. But normally when you get killed, you you come into the game at another part of the map anyway. 
So you don't often come in back into the we, same spot. I mean, we could discuss this at dinner, but, <laughs> but let me just ask you one last thing. Because uh, I don't want to play the mission. I don't want to play it through the whole game. Like you don't want to play the campaign, no. yeah. Could you don't, you want to play the multiplayer can, in Can I out. just play the multiplayer without yeah. earning it and all that kind of rubbish? Yeah, of course you can. Okay, good. Yeah. But, right. the, but as you go... You, you increase your rank, so you'll, you'll go up. Your save run starts at zero, then they go one, level two, you know, in colonel, major, yeah. So the further up you go in terms of the points you accrue and you earn better weapons and your better loadouts and all that sort of we stuff. We need to establish our, our teamwork relationship. Of course. We need to play some co-op And we'll got, we'll get some good headsets. We could talk as well yeah, online. Can you organise yeah. that? Because I, I don't yeah, have got any good I've ones got them, the I've got a couple, yeah. John Boy's got the Plantronics rig, so I'll Yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll organise them. But we can, okay. uh, we can get going. Let's discuss this over dinner. Thanks for listening. Uh, for this extended episode <laughs> of Two Bucks Talking Tech, thank you to Netgear and Newden for putting up with our rubbish. Uh, we'll be back next week. See you then. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.